What's up? Robert Kelly with the podcast. Sitting here with uh, Joe DeRosa. Going to do another podcast. And that that uh, is the new theme song of the podcast made by Joe DeRosa himself. The You Know What Dude song. Theme song, right? Yeah. Joe DeRosa made that because he's multi-fucking-talented. And uh, um, we're uh, sitting in Joe's apartment. We're going to do a little podcast here. I'm about to go on the road for a month, so I want to get a couple of these in. I get uh, Joe DeRosa. And uh, I'm going to be doing Colin Quinn this week, too. And uh, so, yeah, Joe, you wrote that song for me for my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. How, yeah. Do, you, uh, how do you make it play, like, loop it just in the background? Can you do that? I don't know how to do that on iTunes. I guess with this Oh, right here, right there. Yeah, right there. Hit that. And then just hit play. And we'll bring it down. There we go. Let's just have that in the background. Okay. Oh, you stink. You really got me down, Joe. And I don't like it. Um, Is that loud enough? Are they going to hear it? Yeah, it's just in the background. All right. Um, So I sitting here, dude. My new app came out. It's out. It's out, dude. Number Mm -hmm. one today on... uh, Entertainment genre on iTunes. Oh shit! Congrats. Yeah, Great. just got fucking. Yeah. Um, I think it's in the top 100 apps. It's awesome. It's fucking pretty good. Yeah, it's great, fucking great. Too. So a lot of people are getting it. Everybody seems to like it. All the reviews are fucking great. It's awesome. And it's. Uh, I'm actually writing an article right now, to uh, called the death of the website. Because <laughs> the website, I mean, is really. Do you have a website? Mm-hmm. Do you go to it? No. <laughs> <laughs> if you had an app on your phone, would you go to it? To my own website? If your own app. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess so. Right? I don't know. What am I going to do on my own website? It's not a website. It's an app. Yeah, what would I do? I mean, I would go to it to, to update things, but yeah, I wouldn't yeah. go look at that's my That's what I'm app. saying. No, that's what you do. <laughs> yeah. That's what you do. I'm not saying to go just look at your shit that you know is up there. But with your website, you go there and you update shit and put stuff up there. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I, the fucking website is it's dead. It's fucking dead. I mean, it's like the cassette tape of the internet. I mean, 10 years ago, I had, I had one of the first websites out there. Believe it or not, even before Dane Cook, I had a website. Okay. Um, I actually made my own website on uh, AOL. I did my own FTP, uh, FTP space. It was just a photo with a bio, a shitty bio that I wrote, and then uh, a guest book where people could leave comments. All right. And I would read the guest books. And literally, comics, other comics got on the guest book. Burr, Norton, Keith Robinson, Dane, but under fucking aliases. And they trashed each other. They just made fun of each other. And it got it was fucking brutal, dude. Like, they would leave two-page letters on my guest book about what a shitty fucking scumbag. And, but nobody knew who anybody was except for me. I knew who everybody... Norton was Mr. AIDS. Oh, uh, I think uh, Billy was fucking Scott. <laughs> Dane was the owner. And Keith was KWR Superstar. Uh, I, I, I remember KWR Superstar. Dude, these guys would go there and fucking trash people and trash each other and trash me. They would fucking kill me. That's nice. Oh, it was fucking, it was, it was brutal, but I had people going to that website every day. 
I mean, hundreds of people would be like, dude, this is the funniest shit I've ever read on the internet. Right. This was 12 years ago, t- maybe 10, 12 years ago. And, like, Norton would call me up and go, fucking dude, this is fuck, this is crazy. Like, Dane would call me up and be like, dude, I can't, I'm obsessed with this shit. <laughs> and, like, they would, they would really, like, Norton would fucking be like, Bob Kelly's comedy is... Uh, as as funny as child rape with half the laughs, <laughs> and uh, how it ended. Dane actually m- set up a fucking uh, fake account, children uh, protecting children on the internet account company with a number, a logo, and everything, and started emailing me that they're going to sue me and put me in jail and fine me ten thousand dollars if I don't take all the swears off and all the terrible Jesus. shit against children off there. I literally kept going through it and like editing swears out. And then I was like, I finally was like, fuck it. They kept sending me stuff. And I finally was like, fuck you. Do whatever you got to do. I just took it off. A year later, Dane told me it was him. Oh, God. What a scumbag. That's mean, man. Oh, dude, that was fucking me. He was just like, dude, I couldn't take it anymore. I couldn't take it. Because I was up all night for days writing a perfect letter. Because if you wrote the wrong word, you'd be trashed by the other guy. But, um... I mean, I've had the fucking craziest websites ever. I mean, I think somebody said it a roast, Ben Bailey. Robert Kelly website is more famous than him. Because <laughs> I had fucking websites, dude, where I literally, me, walked across the top of the screen. I remember that. And you'd punch the ground. No, I, I'd hit. would, like, shoot out. I, I hit the microphone. And little balls would shoot out. And it was crazy. I remember that. And I had an animated website. I had a fu- I had I had intros to my website that would fucking rival M- any MTV video out there <laughs> with like Godsmack and fucking just crazy rock. It was stupid. <laughs> and uh, but now it's I mean, look, my website is an HTML. There's no flash. It's a basic website, and I never go to it. I never go to it. It's fucking dead because everybody has a fucking smartphone in their pocket. Right. Everybody has a smartphone and everybody wants an app. <clears throat> right. And right in your hand. Why would you, you know, if you can plug it into your car, listen to my podcast on your fucking way to work, you can fucking check my shit out on a train. Right. You, you can fucking find my dates right in your hand. Why would you go home and sit in a fucking shitty, uncomfortable, cluttered desk that most people have in their apartments? That, we, sh- that shitty area. Can we, all right, can we talk about something? We are talking about something. But but can I interject with something? Yeah, absolutely. Two things. Two things? Two things. There better not be three. It's two. All right, go ahead. Number one, I don't like that your website 12 years ago is more advanced than my website now. What do you have, like, just a photo? Just a page that I can put dates and uh, comments on. Like, oh. like one comment <laughs> telling people what's going on. That's fantastic. I got it. Because I was too cheap to <laughs> to get a to, to have somebody do it. You you yeah. couldn't spend the grand on some college student at fucking grand. ITT Technical. To fucking do your website. Paid Lenny Marcus oh. two hundred dollars, I think, to do it. Looks good. Oh. Looks good, but it's real. He was like, "All right, this is what it costs to do this stuff," and I was like, "All right, we're gonna forget all that stuff." <laughs> <laughs> actually, you're ahead of the times. Yeah. You're actually what a, a website basically should be now. It's just a fucking page with your it's, face and where you're going to be. I have a throwback website. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, number two? Number two is before we started taping the podcast, you were telling me about this tour you're doing. Yes. In Canada. Yeah. And how you have to be reasonably clean on the tour. Yes. You can't say you can't say the F at right. all on the tour. You, you have said fuck 
more times in this eight uh, minutes I'm, than I think I've ever heard a human being say it. It's it's I'm, I'm <laughs> fucked. I'm fucked on this tour. It's it's um, it's. I went down to the cellar last night to try to do a set, a fifteen minute set without saying fuck, and it it's it it's like dude, it's it's fucking kills me, man. It kill because it the word fuck just comes out of my mouth so just beautifully. It just flows out of me. Yeah. And then when I try to fucking you know not say something, I was like I was talking. We were talking about Bill Cosby. Uh, himself as special and I'm watching him and he's even talking about dirty talk and he's doing that filth flarn filth you know parents don't want to swear in front of that you don't want to you know you, but you still got to express it flarn filth and flark and flark and fl-. he sw- he said fuck 97 times but didn't say fuck once yeah and it was still funny if I did that I'd look like a fucking pervert <laughs> flarkin flarkin flark ugh I'm, I'm fit this tour. I'm, I, I hope I don't get kicked. I'll probably get kicked off. I'll probably wind up home in a week. And just ruin everything. Oh, man. That, you know, look, I would, I'd feel bad that you lost out on the tour, but I'd be happy to see you back here. I, I, I'm really at a loss. Bobby and I have been, for the last three weeks, every day drinking coffee and oh. smoking cigarettes together at the beat, you know, at the, at the, every morning. And, uh, well, we I live two blocks away from yeah, each yeah. other. I, I kind of don't know what I'm going to do over the next month. Well, you got Morgan Murphy. She works. She writes all day at Fallon. I can't can't do morning stuff with her. Yeah. Unless I actually get up in the morning. Morning, by the way, to us is 1230. Yeah. Uh, you Except know. today when I woke up with fucking diarrhea. Uh, <laughs> well, why, don't you, why don't you tell everybody why? Well, first of all, me and Joe... <laughs> Just to let you know that he's sitting in front of a half-eaten honey bun as we speak. <laughs> it just hunks of garbage when it comes to food. I mean, we went to this new sub shop, this new sandwich place, a Portuguese sandwich place that just opened up in our neighborhood. We live over in Hell's Kitchen, and Hell's Kitchen in the last five years has become just insane. I mean, the restaurants here are crazy. They just yeah. opened up the best little boutique fucking crazy cheese shops and pizza places and... You know, Colombian restaurants, and and we went to this place yesterday. And as soon as I go to a new place, and it's amazing, the first person I, I take there is Derosa. It's the first person I call. Well, my wife, I'm, she's like, "You gonna call Joe?" Because I know you enjoy food as much as I do. Yeah. We both bit into the sandwiches yesterday, and we're like that fat Andrew Zimmerman on Bizarre Foods, where our heads go back and we we snap and. Chomp, mm, and we both go, oh my god, mm, oh, and our eyes roll back in our fat heads, like, oh my, god. oh, we're like, we're tasting the covenant of the fucking ark. This is amazing, the most amazing, it's a dumb sandwich. <laughs> we ordered three. This is how gay we are, too. We, we did halvesies. Yeah, we did halvesies. Well, wait, we didn't order three, we ordered two, one each, which is normal. Yeah. And we, we traded halves, and we ate that. Plus we got these chips or whatever with it, and we just we just housed these sandwiches. Which, by the way, we got extra meat on both. We all, we asked for extra meat, so we eat the sandwiches and we're sitting there. And then and then you're just dude. Thank God we're not into drugs because you'd be the guy that gives uh, us the OD because you go. Why don't we get Why don't we get the pancetta one, dude? Come on, let's get a third one. And I was oh, this, like, all right. The reason why is because <laughs> the pancetta was the one I got the day before. I've been there two days in a row. 
And that was, it was like the best BLT. Portuguese pancetta is amazing. It's hot. It's like eating fucking bacon butter. On a, on it's a, like, like, oh. like a, if bacon was ham, oh. that's what it tastes like. If I think it, it is ham. But you know what I mean? Yeah. If bacon was, if the, if you had a piece of bacon that was the consistency of ham. Oh my God. That's what it tastes like. It's, it's so good. And it, it was just, I had to try it. I already know the lady's first name. I got a picture with the chef at the Colombian restaurant that I took. <laughs> I'm just a fatty. If we can book, if we can write a show, just fatzos, that was on every, it's just a hit fatso show. We could just stay in between each scene, just be a craft services, plowing down M and M's and Twizzlers and fucking honey buns. How great well, would we, that be? We, sh- we should, because that's what I was thinking. When we when we when we eat food, it's it's like man versus food, except there's no cameras. Yes. There's no payoff. Yeah. It's just two guys eating that and, way. And food never wins. <laughs> <laughs> Food never beats us. There's no entertainment, nothing. We're just doing it in our private lives, so it gets kind of, you know, it gets a little sad. It's, it's fucking sad. It really, it's food. It, this is the thing, too, that I, I, I knew yesterday, is that I usually eat when I, I'm depressed and bad shit happened. I'll, fuck, I'll say fuck it, and I'll eat, and I also eat when great shit happens. I, re, I reward myself when great shit happens. That's how, that's, that's how, that's the, that's the essence of addiction. Yeah. Re- good or bad, you have to fucking reward yourself <coughs> with whether it be sex, fucking getting drunk, fucking doing some coke, or in our case, food. Just fucking food. I really am, dude. I, I my, A friend of mine said to me a couple months back, he was like, dude, he goes, food really is your drug. I was staying with him in Atlanta. Oh. We are working on some stuff together. And uh, yeah, like the third day in, he goes, dude, food's really your drug, man. He's like, you really get, like, excited about it. You, like, yeah. plan around oh. it. Like, it's clearly, like, an activity and a reward to you. Like, he wasn't saying it to be mean. Oh, he was just it's saying, fucking absolutely true. There's nothing like DeRosa coming over my house for dinner. Because you always bring some, like, fucking sopressata, some cheese, yeah. olives. You'll go You'll go to the, like, a, 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 like a unique cheese shop and just get the best shit bring it over and then you slice it up perfectly you put it on a plate and then we sit oh it's great you know Norton or somebody comes over they just bring their fucking shitty torso and sit down and wait for my <laughs> wife to feed them you know it's funny when we do the holidays in my, in my family that's always my job is like you know everybody does something to contribute my job is always hors d'oeuvres right. so I get cheese and pepperoni and all that you know vegetables dip all that shit and there have definitely been a couple times where, you know, I've done this a bunch, so I know what people aren't going to eat. Yeah. There's been a couple times where I get a huge hors d'oeuvre, and I know I'm the only one that's going to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no else is like that Russman Eve. He's yeah. a food. I mean, he's shredded now. I think he eats like 1,200 calories a day, six days a week. And then on that seventh day, he goes ballistic. We went to, we went, Morgan Murphy took... She got, we went to the Yankees game. Right. Morgan works at NBC. She writes for Fallon. So somehow, some way, she literally got Lauren Michaels' seats. Yeah. He didn't, he couldn't go. She, somehow she got the tickets. She's like, dude, we're going to see the Yankees. We're sitting behind home plate. And <clears throat> there's a multi-level restaurant in Yankee Stadium that people with these seats get to go to. So we're like, all right. We walk in. Maneev goes with us. We walk in. There's literally lobster, steak, sushi stations, shrimp, crab legs. Oh. First thing, me and Maneev were like, forget the game. Like, let's eat. 
Yeah, fuck the game. We sit down, dude. I I was eating lobster tails and steak, shrimp and crab legs. Then I go up and get a platter of sushi. Russ gets a platter of sushi. Then he goes up and gets crab legs and shit. We walk outside. He goes. He goes. Oh man, I'm tired. Are you tired? It's got to be the heat. And I was like, Yeah, Russ. Do you think it's the heat? Do you think it's that we just ate dinner twice <laughs> at twelve o'clock in the afternoon? Dude, we ate so much, man. Dude, I went to the Paulo's barbecue with him. Oh. This is how psycho he is. <laughs> he went to a bakery and got some of the best baked good items ever: eclairs and just chocolate brownie, German fucking cake, lobster tails, which is like uh, this pastry. Fluffy pastry with cream filling and nuts. He got them all, okay? Probably $30 worth of pastries. Put them in his backpack, okay? So the box, the pastries would actually fall on top of themselves. It was like 90 degrees out. They melted together. He brought them into the party. It, it, was, a, it was a mess. He opened the box. It was just disgusting. Everything was mixed into everything. I go, nobody wanted anything to do with it, Okay? I go into the kitchen to go the, to, 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 I had to go to the bathroom, so I walk in the kitchen. I see him with his hand, his bare hand, <laughs> reaching into this fucking mush pie and eating all the pastries. Uh, and I, I called him. I'm like, dude, you need help. He's like, I know. I'm fucked. He's got chocolate all over his mouth. He's alone <laughs> at a barbecue in someone else's kitchen eating the pastries that he brought that nobody else eat. I left. I come back, I peek around the corner, he's got a fucking whole chocolate piece of cake in his hand, like just mushed in his hand, Ugh. stuffing it in his face. Oh my God. Do you, oh. Now, do you think he sabotaged the pastries? So Absolutely. Uh, you, know, you don't put a fucking box of pastries, you have to carry pastries like it's a fucking kidney. You can't throw it in your backpack and then put your backpack on. Jesus God, man, yeah. that's hilarious. Yeah, that's hilarious. I've been yeah. there though. Food been is a there. motherfucker, man. It's a, it's, it's a fucking. I mean, it's terrible, man. I, I can't. I, I, it's the one thing. I kicked drugs. I kicked alcohol. I've been doing great with sex, but you know, you quit all that shit, and the only thing that left is food. And food I, is. Ugh. Last night after we ate, I went home late night and had Chinese food, and fucking, and then Dawn didn't finish her pad thai. I fucking finished her pad thai. And then I ate a truffle. Dude, let me talk about a night, a night I had that just laid it all out. Like, this is your life. These are your flaws. Years ago, me and this guy, Craig Baldo, who's a comic, and he's a buddy of mine, we're out at uh, comics, and we do the show, and we meet these two chicks, and we start drinking with these chicks, and we get bombed with these chicks. So I'm like, let's all go back to my place. We bring the chicks back here. Yeah. He's on the recliner, making out with one of them. I'm on the couch making out with the other one. The recliner breaks because him and this chick are like rolling around on it. The chicks get up, they go, we gotta leave. They leave. Me and him are just sitting here like, uh, like just whacked. I go, you hungry, dude? He's like, yeah. I go, I got Chinese food, dude. I pulled out all this leftover Chinese food. We didn't even put it in plates or anything. We laid it on the counter and we were just eating it with our hands, <laughs> drunk, fucking rice and uh, shit falling all over the place. Uh, and he's eating it and he goes, <laughs> he's dead serious. He goes, mm, what a tasty treat. <laughs> <laughs> dude, 
I, I was just like, I gotta get my life together. What am I doing? Dude, I had a lady at Wawa in the middle of Pennsylvania. You know what Wawa is? Dude, you kidding me, dude? I live on it when I go home. That's that's my shit. I had a lady at Wawa at three in the morning stop me and give me a talking to because I had around thirty dollars worth of meat in a cup. Because I, I was on this no carb thing, so I just got the meat, like meatballs and the turkey, anything meat. I had her put in a cup. I'm walking out. She goes, sir, can I talk to you? I go, yeah, what's up? She goes, are you on like a diet or something? And I go, yeah, yeah. She goes, do you understand how much meat you have? Like, that's not good for your heart. Like, but she's like, I've had a heart attack and I had to lose weight. This is bad for you, sir. You shouldn't. Like, she was trying to talk me out of. It's hilarious. Dude, I just said, fuck it. I went back to my shitty hotel with a, a fucking spork. And ate it all. Ugh. And then the next day, I was at another college. I went out at 11, got Chinese food, and ate Chinese food off of my belly. My fats. <laughs> I put a towel over my stomach. And I, dude, I've been in so many fucked up. It's, it's terrible. It's, it's a fucking drug, man. It's a it drug. Is. Dude, I, and I, you know, it's like weird. I, I have that bit in my act about like how food is a drug. And, it, and I try to give scenarios, but... People don't get it. Like, there's still people, like fat people you can see, or people with weight problems or whatever. And I'm not talking obese. I'm talking that fat that just hangs over your butt, the uncomfortable, insecure fat that you just can't get rid of because you're stuffing your face. Right. You know? And you can still see these certain people just don't get it. It's, they just don't get it. They don't understand. Fat in America kills more people than fucking drugs and alcohol. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you go to Europe, you get a Coke, it's like this little bitty Coke. You go to get a cup of coffee. It's a small cup of coffee. But it's the best cup of coffee you've ever had. Yeah. You go to America. It's the shittiest coffee ever. But it's in a gallon container. Yeah. Everything is fucking huge and big here. We're, yeah. we're fucked, dude. That's that movie. What was the movie? Uh, Wally, Where humans just got so fat that they just... They had chairs. I didn't see Wally, Dude, the movie was based on this little robot. Fuck all that. Humans got so fat and disgusting... <laughs> That they just lied down all the time in chairs that floated around. It was. Uh, I was like, I want I, that. I, I want to yeah. float around chair. Oh my god! I was. I was lying on the couch, literally all day for two days, just depressed, lying there and just moving my head. I didn't move. Don was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I was like, "I'm practicing to be a thousand pounds, dude." <laughs> dude, you want to know what's embarrassing? All right, so there's there's. Me and my buddy Chip, we do this too. When I go home, we, we just, that's all we do. It's, that's our activity. It's like we eat. Yeah. So, two times. One time we went to Carnegie Deli. Oof. He went into the bathroom. I ordered so much food that we were going to take it back here to eat it. I swear to God, and the guy wasn't trying to be funny. He goes, what is there, about five of you right now? <laughs> and I go, no. And he goes, four, no, three, two. There's two of us. Yeah. The guy goes, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and another time, there's this place called Eves in Norristown, Pennsylvania. They have these things called Zeps. Yeah. You never had a Zep? You got, dude. You ever go to? If we ever go to Pennsylvania together, we'll, I'll get you a Zep, dude. All it's provolone cheese, salami, oh. oil, oh. oregano, mm. on, raw onion, and tomato, dude. It's the greatest sandwich oh my God. ever. They're just so good, dude. Oh, my God. It's perfect. So there's this place, Eve's, that specializes in Zeps, but then they have all kinds of different Zeps. They have, like, tuna Zeps and cheesesteak Zeps, and yeah. they, you know. So 
at Eve's, you don't pay until you're done. You order and you walk up to the register and they just trust you that you're going to tell them what you ate. Dude, we, we sat there one day. We go up to the register to pay. The dude's like, what'd you have? I swear to God, dude, I'm like, uh, medium zep, uh-huh, medium zep, uh-huh, tuna zep, uh-huh, cheese steak zep, uh-huh. Oh, God. Large bag of potatoes, uh-huh, uh, three iced tea, uh-huh. Uh, oh, we had a couple of those tasty cakes. Uh, dude, the dude just stopped rigging us up and he goes, you guys were hungry. Huh? <laughs> it's like, yeah, this wasn't a special occasion. We just... Just sat there and just barreled this. It's just shit, something dude. that makes you feel good, man. <laughs> it makes you feel all right just being full. It's like a hug. Yeah. It's like a hug. Well, I'll tell you what makes you feel bad when you're you're sitting in in a in a sandwich shop in Norristown, Pennsylvania, where food is cheap. It's not like eating in New York, and you're full and your bill is forty dollars, and you're like, did we just spend forty dollars <laughs> in a fucking pizzeria? <laughs> Ah, oh, shit. Yeah, dude, food is a motherfucker. It's, it, it, it owns my life. It really fucking does. It's so sad. But you know what? I, don't, I have nothing. I, I, I don't have nothing. Dude, I st- you know what I stopped caring? I, but you, you have a different body frame. Which <laughs> you, get, you get fat, but you can't tell because you're tall and thin. So the only way you can tell that you're a mess is if you take your shirt off. Right. That's when you're a mess. Yeah. Dude, you can... I get... I'm, I'm kind of stocky. I have that fucking original Superman barrel chest. I can... I, I just get fat. My face gets fat. Out, two weeks. And you, you're like, ugh, what happened to you? And I, but I can lose it in two weeks. Right. Which sucks, too. No, but, that's, that's, that's bad. I know what you mean. Where you're like, if I just eat right for two weeks, it's gone. Yeah, the bloat is gone and fucking... But, dude, I... The way my fat is, it's it's just you can tell. But you know what's good about that though? Here's the pro to that. Nothing. No, no, no. Here's the pro to that. What you see is what you get. Do you know how many times I bring a girl home and we're we're like it's like getting heavy and I take her shirt off and she doesn't take my shirt off because she's close enough now and she realizes I don't want to uh, see this. Uh, I thought I wanted to see this. I don't. She's fucking the fat check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I can't tell you how many times that's happened. Dude, how you know many times I show up at a comedy club and girls are like, that's not you in the photo. <laughs> it was me. Six months ago, it was. Oh, dude. I should just take a fat photo of me now and have them use that. And then when I show up, if I'm thin, that's a bonus. I have video of you over there. I don't even know if you know I have this. No, I don't. But when I was in... <clears throat> I wish I still had a VCR because I only have it on video. But when I was in college... I used to book the comedians at my school. Yeah. <clears throat> I worked for the student board. Yeah. So New York Entertainment, which for those of you guys that don't know, uh, there's there's a guy, Matt Frost, and there was a guy, Brian Billig. They used to work for Barry Katz. Yeah. For comp- Barry Katz is Dane Cook's manager. It was called New York Entertainment. Barry Katz eventually went on and did his own thing with management, but Frosty and Billig still had New York Entertainment, and they what they did was they booked comics at colleges that was their specialty so when you when they wanted you to book their guys they'd send you videotapes reels of everybody right so i have reels of you norton keith dane jay moore all the guys that work with him in your first all of your first tv sets dude right all your first tapes i have a tape of you 
from Caroline's. Oh my god! It was before you even had a TV set to send out. Yeah, it's just a tape of Caroline's, dude. You look like John Leguizamo. It's gorgeous. And it's taped it's Gorgeous. You're, you're fit. Gorgeous. Yeah, you got the hat on. Oh, my God. Yeah, you look like John Leguizamo. I used to have people in New York stop me and, th- and say they love my work when he was doing <laughs> Freaks on Broadway. He used to be like, and I used to just accept the compliments. I was gorgeous, dude. I had beautiful curly hair. Um, I, had, I was just shredded. Gorgeous body. Aw- I was just awesome, dude. And the fucking pussy I used to get was just incredible. I had a girl, a stripper. I was such in shape at one point in those days. She wanted me to start stripping with her for like girl parties. She wanted me to be the male stripper. That's how fucking good looking I was. Now I'd be, I'm a fetish. You have to like bald, fat guys who are hot and cold (laughs) for girls to like me. I think I got one more, I got one more shot in me though. That's the thing, though. If you got, if you lost your weight, you. I can get shredded. I could fucking. I can get fucking cut like muscle and shit. I was there fucking last year, dude. I have a picture of me. It's incredible. I, I was like, I was in spitting distance of fucking being there. I had four abs, and the bottom one was coming in. I was right there, and I let it all go. And I remember when I let it go. I was in. Uh, I was in Dallas. And I just stopped working out. I was like, I was just so stressed out and so fucked up. I just, I just stopped going to the gym. And I was going to the gym five, six days a week. Right. And eating clean. And then I just stopped. And I haven't really been back since. What was your first, what was your first meal where you're like, I'm done? Jimmy's. Jimmy, Jimmy Jones. Jimmy Sam- John's. Jimmy John's yeah, sandwiches. Yeah. yeah I like Italian. Jimmy. I think it's yeah. a number five with extra meat. It was the best fucking sandwich I've ever had. <laughs> I fucking ate two of them. I got one, and then I ordered another one. And uh, I was done. I was uh, done. Dude, I remember once I stopped eating meat for a couple months. Yeah. Which is dumb. Don't ever do that. Uh, I stopped eating meat for a few months, dude. I was eating all veggies. I was, you know, I was probably healthy. Yeah. And I just hit this day where I was like... I'm not doing this anymore, dude. I went to Burger King and I got two Whoppers with cheese. Oh. And it, dude, it, it was literally like an Iron Man when he comes back from being a hostage. Yeah. He's like, I want a cheeseburger. Oh. And he's pulling them out of his pocket. Dude, my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> yeah. When he pulls out the cheeseburger, just the way he's eating it, I want to fucking do that. It was oh my like God. that, dude. It was a mess. <laughs> dude, I'll tell you who else is a little fatty, too, but he works out so much and he, eat clean, he, he eats clean a lot. Dane can put some food down. I remember we were on that tour, dude. He, I was telling him about McDonald's and like, oh, I go to McDonald's and I just get frustrated because you always get down to that last French fry and they're gone. Even the large fry, the extra, the supersized fry. You always get down and it's like you could have done a few more fries. He's like, dude, do what I do. He goes, I go in and I get three orders of large fries. And as soon as I get them, I put them, I just empty them into the bag that they come in and shut the bag. Salt it, shake it, shut the bag. God. He goes, you'll never eat all of them, but they'll never, you'll never want, want for another fry. <laughs> so one night we're on, we, we were really eating healthy on the tour and working out. But one night, we shits and giggles told the driver going to the fucking plane, uh, stop at McDonald's. He, just, he pulled in. We're in front of the fucking ordering station out there in the drive-thru. And we're just looking at each other like, should we do this? 
and then I just turn slowly and sadly towards the microphone. I go, can I have six orders of large <laughs> fries, two quarter pounders with cheese? And, uh, and then he wanted, uh, I think he got, he got, I got double quarter pounders with cheese, two of them. Uh, we got two sundaes and two shakes. Oh my God. We were on the plane, just me and him on a fucking G5. Just me and him lying down watching, I think it was Terminator 2. Eating, it was, I, it was one of the best experiences I've ever had. Up there with the best twosome I've had with broads, the best head. I mean, up there with that excitement. And the fries never ended, dude. I didn't finish them, but it was the most beautiful thing I've ever done. I love, too, the level of white trash you guys brought onto the fanciest plane in the world. Like, you're oh, yeah. the classiest plane you could be on. Dude, and you're like, nah, we're, we're doing this old school. Dude, we, we could have literally anything we wanted. We could have anything, prime rib, we could, whatever you wanted. You just told the guy during the day when they, the plane dropped you, you know, dropped you off, this is what we want for dinner on the flight tonight. You could have anything. And it was pretty much like Chick-fil-A. I remember one day, you ever have Chick-fil-A? Dude. Chick-fil-A is Dude, the I'm, fucking best. This is how much I love food. I get angry because I, I grew up in Pennsylvania. Yeah. I get angry that they don't have Chick-fil-A and Wawa in New York. They have Chick-fil-A at NYU. I heard it stinks, though. I heard there's right. only one that there's stinks. There's another one in Paramus, 30 minutes away in the Paramus Mall. And you know how I know that? I rented a car one night, <laughs> $68, and I drove there. I drove to the mall and got Chick-fil-A and brought it home. Oh, my God. I drove around 20 minutes looking for a parking spot. Here's a Chick-fil-A fact for you yeah. that you might not know. There are Christian or Catholic-owned yeah, companies, so they're closed on Sunday. Yeah. The food court in the mall where I grew up had a Chick-fil-A. Do you know how many times I've been standing in that food oh. court and the gate is down in front of only the Chick-fil-A oh on God. a Sunday? And I was literally screaming and cursing. I, I would forget. <laughs> Do you know how good you have to be to close on a Sunday in a mall? <laughs> There's two days in the weekend that people definitely go to the mall. Saturday and Sunday. And Chick-fil-A is so ballsy. So fucking good. They know. You know what? We're going to go pray. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. That's what they did. God. Dude, I met a guy after a show that owned a Chick-fil-A. Or owns. Yeah. Gave me his card. He goes, dude, you ever in Virginia? Come by. We'll take... I was like, dude, I don't need to know that. Yeah. Man. Like, they, don't, don't, don't. Yeah. Just, just, just the go. waffle just fries. The chicken McNuggets with the Polynesian sauce. Uh, dude, I did a college this year. We get there. It's me, Pete Holmes, and Amy Schumer, right? And we get there, and the guy goes, the, the student body guy goes, you guys hungry? We're like, yeah. What do you got? He goes, oh, there's a food court over there. We go, what's in the food court? You know, you're just waiting for this shit. Right, yeah. He goes, there's a Chick-fil-A? And we go, shut up, dude. Are you serious? So Pete and Amy were like, well, we don't know if we want Chick-fil-A. I go, guys, take us to the Chick-fil-A. What can we get? He goes, whatever you want. It's on us. Dude, I got boxes and boxes of those nuggets we sat there i was the only one eating them like are you guys sure you don't want them they're like nah we're trying to eat right they had one each they're like go get some more of these fucking nuggets right now do we have the whole spread of sauces out dude those nuggets are dude, so good on that fucking tour one day i did we i told i just brought up chick-fil-a dane had his fucking assistant go out and bring back 20 chick-fil-a sandwiches 20 fucking boxes of nuggets 20 waffle fries and around 150 dipping sauce Polynesian. We sat in the dressing room before the show. I remember this Richard, this fucking guy, friend of mine, friend of Dan's, gay guy, 
in LA. Never had a Chick-fil-A sandwich. I remember seeing him, he was Indian style on the floor, mayonnaise all around his little greasy lips on his fifth Chick-fil-A sandwich. <laughs> this is wonderful. I've never had a sandwich like this. Dude, it's so good. It was the most beautiful, grossest thing I've ever seen in my life. Rem Hold on, two things, but remind me to... I don't like that you always have two things. Because I got my head's going here. All right, you got go me ahead. on my thing here. All right, uh, yeah, two things, actually. Just remind me, just taste. Just remind me, just say taste. Taste, right? go ahead. Not now. I went to say this other thing first, because it's right, more per pertinent. The, uh, I had a buddy in college, you know Chick-fil-A's got catering platters? Yeah. You go in, you spend 30 bucks, you get a tray of nuggets yes. and shit. My buddy in college, you want to talk about a fatso dude? We should hang out with this guy when he comes to town. He used to get... The catering platter from Chick Fil A, yeah. just for himself, and he goes, <laughs> dude, he would get it and put it in his fridge, and he'd go, yeah, I like it, man. You know, he's like, I go, I walk by the fridge, I reach in, I get a couple nuggets, and he would just do that throughout the day as a treat for himself. The other thing he does, he would get he did two other things. He does, he would get a meat lover's pizza oh. at Pizza Hut, put it in the back seat of his car. He's hooked on Diet Coke. He gets the literally, you know, the, the jumbo, yeah, jumbo yeah. thing at 7-Eleven. Yeah. He gets that, fills it with Diet Coke. He straps. Diet, which is yeah. the fat. I don't know why fat people love diet. I know. He straps it into the passenger seat when he's, I swear to God, when he's driving around. And he reaches back and pulls pizza oh. slices out of the back seat. Right? Fucking fat. <laughs> the other thing he does... The other thing he does is he goes to Burger King and he goes to the dollar menu and he gets like three chicken sandwiches, three cheeseburgers. He gets like ten things from the dollar menu. Yeah. He puts them in a sack and he mixes them up in the sack. So he, and then he'll go to a movie and he goes, it's great, dude. I just sit there, I reach in, it's like a uh, goodie bag. What the fuck? <laughs> what goes, a fat fuck? He goes, you don't know what you're pulling out? <laughs> And he's tried to convince me to do this with him a couple times. And I'm like, it's just too dark, dude. I can't go there with you. Oh, God, but I love this guy. Uh, yeah, his name's John Horowitz. Oh, that's good. Fucking now everybody's going to fucking find him and email his Facebook. <laughs> you fat cunt. What's, so, what's the taste thing? This is what people don't get about the way we are with this stuff. Okay. Yeah. Right? It's taste. People don't get, understand it's taste. People go, how can you eat McDonald's? It's bad for you. It's not quality. It's, not it's like, dude, I'll eat McDonald's. I'll also, I'll also eat, you know, a, a filet or whatever. I'll eat lobster. I'll eat uh, any food that tastes good. Right. I don't care. If it tastes good, I want to eat it. Right. And uh, proof of that is I dated a girl for a while that was dating, or excuse me, I dated a girl that was an assistant to a chef on the Food Network. Right. And... I was like, what's he like? And she's like, yeah, he's a regular dude, he's cool, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, do those guys ever eat McDonald's and shit? She's like, oh, yeah, all yeah. the time. Fuck yeah. She's like, they don't care. They, they, they're like, they think that stuff tastes good. They get it. You it know does what I mean? fucking taste good. Any real food enthusiast is all about taste. They don't care if it's Kraft Singles grilled on some fucking <laughs> Wonder Bread. If it tastes good, they eat it. If you, you, if you don't know, you have to see the movie Fatso. If you're a fat person or you, you're, you're fat or you're a foodie, you have to watch the movie Fatso with Dom DeLuise. It's got to be one of the most funny, funniest movies out there. And it gets fatness. It gets the fat drug so good. It is. When he's crying at his cousin's death at the funeral, at the wake, 
and he goes in to get a glass of water for the his fucking the mother who's just crying and fucking passing out and he dips the bread in the sauce and pours some cheese on top of that and then takes a bite and then takes a deep breath like that just made everything all right yeah stops crying god dude when he's with the old lady and the fucking the pastries in the shop Oh, yeah. And she's eating the pastry, and he keeps looking at the pastry. Yeah, it's the be- It's the funniest movie. If you're fatty, you'll get this movie. All- I've never seen a guy cry more in a fucking movie. Oh yeah, oh, it's so emotional. He's oh, getting yeah. beat. He's getting beat by his fucking sister with a cane, and he's just crying out the window, just taking the beating. <laughs> he knows he-, he ate the birthday cake. He ate the oni off the Anthony. <laughs> he ate the oni. Yeah, it's the best. It's right. Requiem for a Dream for Fat people. Oh, my God, dude. And then she goes, the guy goes, all right, here's $40. Don't give him money. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, what are you going to do with the rest of that cake? <laughs> and she just punches it. What am I going to do? And she just beats the shit out of the cake. Oh, oh it's great, dude. It's the best it fucking movie. It. it captures it. Well, I didn't know what we were going to talk about, uh, but that was good. Fucking fatness. Well, I'm, I'm actually... I ho- it. I'm hoping that this tour that I go on, I'm going to try to work out every day because I'll have nothing else to do. I don't know any of the people that I'm going on tour with, so I think one's a Mormon and the other, I don't know who the fuck it is, so it's going to be me, hopefully I come back thinner, so we'll do the podcast when I come back, and maybe uh, you be the judge, Joe, you let me know if it it worked out, or if I'm still the fucking same chunky fucking douche that you knew when I left, (laughs) fair enough, but uh, we got the uh, movies coming along, shooting angles, Yeah. it's in the festivals, we didn't find out yet, right? Still waiting to hear on this festival. So. Still waiting to hear on the festivals, and we're writing the feature-length version of it right now, which is yeah. coming along fucking great. Yeah, we're almost we're almost halfway done that, so yep. I'm excited about that. And then uh, me and Joe are going to be working on our own little project in the next couple uh, next month or so. Yeah. Which yeah. Uh, maybe next time we'll uh, tell you about if it goes well, if we got any news. Yeah, we'll see what happens. And uh, where are you going to be, anywhere? Uh, yeah, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the weekend of, uh, what is it, October 27th. Through the 30th, I'm going to be at uh, Helium in Philly with uh, Amy Schumer and I are co-headlining out there. So that'll be fun. Come out to that and go buy my album. It's on iTunes, the the Depression Auction. That's fucking exactly what it should be called. Yeah, I know. know. And uh, my app is right now uh, in the top 100 of uh, the entertainment apps and number one today on the uh, News and Noteworthy on iTunes. The Robert Kelly app. Make sure you go buy it because uh, this... This podcast streams right from the app, along with all the other shit. And the uh, tour dates and fucking live updates and everything's up there. So make sure you go check that out. Well, that's it. That's another podcast. You know what, dude? And uh, we'll talk to you next time. This week, I think I'm going to have actually Colin Quinn going to be doing the podcast on another one. So uh, make sure you keep checking the app for the next podcast.